often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 508. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht, once again recording inside the Slapbox penthouse in the upstairs, up above, just hanging out, Agent Mulder behind me, lounging on the couch. He cut me up a little bit earlier. I don't think he intended to, but we got a little rough. I was letting him lay on me, you know, getting some nap time in with the agent, Mulder. Getting some Z's. And I had to move a little bit. I had to move a little bit. And uh, I, apparently, I guess I moved a little too quickly as uh, Agent Mulder got a little <laughs> freaked out. He got Well, he got more than a little freaked out. I mean, he, I think it's, you know, a lot to do with missing the whole leg thing. He, uh, you know, freaks out that he, uh, you know, he loses balance real easy and everything, and I, and I moved too quickly, and it scared the shit out of him. <laughs> he clawed the hell out of me, man. He dug in, got those nails right in there, clawed the living shit out of out of my arm. With I think all three uh, paws they have left, got all three of them in there. <laughs> felt great, felt great. Still, still a little itchy, a little burning. But uh, I'll, I'll survive. I'll survive. I don't have a fever. I don't have uh, Ted Ted Nugent, uh, you know, cat scratch fever shit going on. I'm not uh, that I know of. I don't think. Here, let me check. No, I think I'm good. Think I'm good. <laughs> the Gatorade's helped. I think I'll recover. <laughs> Mulder seems fine. He's got getting some sh- more shut eye on the couch there. I sh- hopefully I I should maybe take in consideration to move slowly. Speaking of Mulder, though, I did get uh, Fox here. I got uh, got a uh, laser pointer the other night, which did make me think of the OG Fiener because uh, th- he had, uh, I guess, a podcast back in the day with uh, Laser. They did the Laser and Fiener show. And uh, there was, I don't recall the story. I'd have to look it up on the old uh, podcast. But uh, Laser got the nickname from, uh, I guess, shooting a laser pointer. At a plane or something, got in trouble over it. <laughs> it was a, it was a no go. I don't, I don't recall how exactly they caught him doing it, but, uh, you know, there was like time, like you know, maybe I should find a helicopter or something, but like no, that'd be horrible to blind a pilot and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it gave me some flashbacks, the the classic fiend. Um, and the cat was going nuts too. By the way, Shelly can apparently do a really I haven't seen it yet, but apparently he can do a great Fiener impression as he has gotten, I believe, all of his top teeth taken out. He's wait, He's got to wait around since uh, he doesn't have, like, really good insurance or anything. He's got to wait around for quite a while before they give him dentures. So he's just gumming it, gumming it up. I bet he can probably do a good ju- uh, BJ right now. <laughs> Uh, Shelly and I worked with an old guy, uh, his name was Chuck, this was, uh, late 90s? Yeah, it was like late 90s we worked with this fella, he was like in his 60s then, so, 
shit, man. He maybe he wasn't quite in his sixties, but he was kind of up there at the time, at least in his fifties. So the guy's got to be like in his at least in his seventies, if not eighties, by this point. But we uh, the old Michael's Pizza and Steakhouse, which has been gone for about that long, about twenty years, whatever. Uh, and <laughs> Chuck would always tell us about his uh, then girlfriend that uh, how she was missing I believe all of her teeth and swore to how amazing that is because you get the sloppy BJ's and uh, and how good the gums feel on the Johnson which you know I never really <laughs> I never wanted to know more about that it's like yeah alright yeah I don't really know what to know about some uh, somebody giving you a toothless blowjob. But that's one thing. I mean, I guess the the positive thing is you don't have to worry about teeth ever getting near your Johnson at that point because, you know, there's a toothy blowjob's no good. You don't want the teeth in there. But uh, I guess there are some positives to look forward to when you if you lose your teeth. Unfortunately, Shelly, I mean, he took really good care of his uh, teeth, like uh, pretty much never drank soda. And uh, was an avid brusher like his entire life and uh, floss the whole nine. And uh, never really had a cavity and stuff, but our genetics are, are apparently not great. And uh, they, there's a, just a lot of bone loss in the in his teeth, and that's why he's got to get them all yanked. As of right now, it doesn't seem that I'm going to have to get them all mine yanked, and I've been horrible with my teeth. Uh, I was really shitty with my teeth until I was about 30. <laughs> I was drank soda nonstop. Uh, was it not great at brushing? I, like, never flossed. <laughs> it was pretty much, unless something, I guess, really got stuck in my teeth, but, you know, when you don't really go to the dentist and you don't fucking brush your teeth much, it's, there's always just stuff stuck in the middle there, you know? And, uh, I was terrible with it. I have had, I don't know how many cavities. I've got, like, four crowns or something like that in my mouth. I, I lost track. I really lost track with how many I've had through the years. You'd have to ask my, my dentist to find out how many I've had. It's been a lot through the years. And uh, I take better care of my teeth now because I can't afford all the, you know, all the dental stuff. It, it gets fucking expensive. And uh, I waited until it to go back to the dentist until I had an abscessed tooth and I needed, I don't know, like a ridiculous amount of cavities filled. And I had to get crowns. Bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> but as of right now, I feel pretty lucky is that... Uh, they're not saying I'm going to lose all my teeth anytime soon. That I don't need to get them yanked. I wish there was some kind of moral to that story. It's just like, a, but, uh, you know, other than the fact that I should feel, I guess, lucky. As, uh, we do share half the same genes. And uh, I have, and it seems to be our mother's side, which we share the same mother. So uh, uh, I'm lucky there. And uh, hopefully I'll, I'll keep them strong. Although, to, to look forward to, you know, if I ever <laughs> want to go back to JJ's and want to switch hit, you know what I'm saying, I and I have all my teeth removed, 
could be quite good at a glory hole or just, you know, some extra cash. Maybe take some tips, go work, <laughs> go to a truck or a highway rest area, truck stop, whatever, you know. Come a glory hole attendant. There's 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 always an upside. You know, we live in a capitalist society here and you just always got to look at how you can capitalize on everything. When you got a problem, you just, hey, I'm missing my teeth. Well, you know what? I might be good at blowjobs, so if things get rough, I don't see me going that, even if I lose my teeth, I feel like, you know, I, I could maybe have other options. My hand, as long as my hands still work. I think I'd rather give a hand job is what I'm saying. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would rather give a hand job than stick a cock in my mouth. But that's only if things get real rough. I'll only consider that if, you know, I'm, I cannot afford food, period. As of right now, you know, ramen noodles haven't gone insanely high in expense, and I'm still able to afford that. And I've also been getting the, I think I may have mentioned this last week, been up in the whole ramen game with the uh, imitation crab meat, throwing that in there. Though Agent Mulder flips his lid whenever I open that bag and will not leave me alone while I'm eating. But so far, I can still afford that. I've <laughs> made it almost a year now inside the penthouse. And so far, I, I, I've uh, managed to keep up with the mortgage payments. So only like 29 more years to go. Uh, my first actual mortgage payment was in July. But I've been, mo- been living here since Memorial Day uh, weekend of last year. So I've I've been in the penthouse for in like a couple weeks will be a full year. It's crazy to think. I haven't been in the bunker in a year. <laughs> that's that's uh that's a long time. It's a long time. But uh mm, as uh <laughs> Yeah, I hope I don't have to really work a glory hole at some point. You never know what's going to happen though, you know? Shit could get really bad. I mean, the inflation is insane right now. I don't think anybody in the world has been able to avoid that, you know, other than, you know, obscenely rich people. Anybody, like, middle class and below, like, they're feeling it. They're feeling that inflation. It's a bitch. The Bill Gates, the Elon Musks uh, of the world, you know, they they don't have to worry about that. That's not hurting them. They're making record profits. Uh, profits? Profits? <laughs> uh as as the uh you know the one percenters tend to do they really know how to capitalize on shit and the the shit gets bad the inflation gets bad the people at the top just make more and more it's uh you know i don't know where i was going with that just uh i guess i've been watching too many videos on elon musk and uh like all the the shit that he's uh put out into the world like the uh <laughs> The uh, Tesla robot, where, of course, they don't have any prototype. I don't remember when they've promised a prototype. They, every year, like Elon Musk, with whatever company it is, he promised, like, we're going to have it in production like a year or two. And, uh, you know, 10 years down the road, it's like uh, still like, okay, in next year, we're going to have this out next year. <laughs> but when they did the Tesla robot, might be one of the best talks that he had where they actually had a guy instead of having any kind of prototype anything resembling a, a real robot 
Like, is the Tesla robot supposed to be a humanoid-looking robot? It's supposed to look human. So what they did was they had a guy in, like, a gray suit with, a, like, a, a black mask on come out and dance. And, like, he's supposed to be the Tesla robot. I mean, they didn't try to pretend it was a robot, but, I mean, it's pr- it's pretty great. Pretty great that the, they'd go through that. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it I, I'm going to re- I'm willing to bet that the whole like uh cuz I guess this week it, it was announced that the the Twitter buyouts going to be on hold. I'm willing to bet that Elon Musk I don't know that he may just not go through with the general, but I I feel like it's it's just not going to happen. Much like many of things Elon Musk has promised. But uh, <laughs> I do like watching him fail bad. Like when there was the the Cybertruck unveiling, and he went to he said was talking up the windows and how they won't break, and then uh, proceeded to just put a sledgehammer through it and broke the window. I mean that stuff's just it's just great, just fantastic. We're watching the stuff with the the Vegas Loop. How it's just, I mean it really looks <laughs> to me. I know a lot of people are like, this is so fucking cool, so cool. You know, there's so many people that are just huge fans of Elon Musk, and I I really feel like he's a snake oil salesman, and he he gets in to companies that some of them have legit good good products, and then <laughs> then he gets involved and kind of fucks with it, and like, uh, uh, he's just like a bad CEO, but he, he's a good con man good con man he knows how to hype shit up he's a hype man that's what it is like he he would be a good pr person um it seems like actual producing things not so good at <laughs> like this vegas loop thing i mean it looks to me it's a very small tunnel that fits one tesla in it at a time like you know there's not like side by side there's one fucking lane and it's a small tunnel that where there's no exhaust running through there. There's uh, if a car breaks down in the middle of there, there's no way to get it out without shutting the tunnel down. And then, <laughs> like, there's no escape routes for these things. There's there's no safety features, whatever. It's just a very small tunnel with fluorescent lights. It looks like. <laughs> A, to me, it looks like a laser tag place from like the '90s. Like you go, and don't get me wrong, I loved playing laser tag. That shit was fun. I imagine there's still a few places around that do laser tag. Um, but <laughs> I get those kind of vibes looking at the Vegas Loop, and it, it, if anything, it's just a tourist attraction to see. Like these are these are Teslas. And for people, I guess that wouldn't that don't own a Tesla, maybe you get a feel for what it's like to ride in a Tesla. Is you get to ride in these things as a <laughs> good transportation mass transportation thing. It seems like not good. <laughs> it seems not good at all. Um, maybe I think it would be cooler if I actually went and saw it in person. Watching the videos of it, I mean, it looks fucking terrible. You, it's like you got a few Teslas going at a time going through this tunnel. They're not going very fast. It's a very small tunnel. 
these things have been known to catch fire from time to time. If it catches on fire in there, good luck getting that out. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there's enough room inside that small ass tunnel to open the doors in the Tesla and to be able to evacuate the vehicle. But that even looks sketchy. I don't know. Uh, but man, people love the guy. What can you say? They love the guy. And uh, that's uh, <laughs> just the way things are, you know? And uh, that's a capitalist society, I guess. Some of the downfalls. I mean, I enjoy capitalism. Don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, saying I don't like to profit off things. But uh, I feel like uh, that profits get in the way of actual uh, progress in, say, uh, like, creating things, technologies that will help us in the future that, you know, can really help us. Whereas it's just, it seems inevitable for these large corporations and stuff to just uh, go for profit instead of advancing civilization. Uh, you know, it, it they, they have to come up with a financial reason to also, you know, <laughs> move in the right direction. Where it's it just seems to me that Elon Musk is uh I mean he's he will promise you the world and then some just for profit and that there's no real substance to most of the things he sells. But you know, he's not the guy like building all the stuff. He hires people to do that. So occasionally you get some good shit in there. But uh <laughs> I'm not gonna run out and buy a Tesla. And an electrical vehicle. It seems like those batteries are way too expensive to replace. You can't recycle them. There's no going to O'Reilly's or anything and uh, getting the old, getting a core charge back <laughs> to replace the battery. It is insanely expensive. Uh, I think they're actually allowing some people other than Tesla to replace the batteries now. Uh Here we go. Tesla battery replacement cost. It's fucking ridiculous. But it, it depends on what model you have. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this is off of uh, Slashgear.com. It's an article on there by Ray Fernandez. Just recent. So these these numbers should be pretty, pretty legit. Um see Tesla lists of the cost of an entry level model 3 at uh $47,000 but but the average transition peaks at about 60 grand um do 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 I want to see the battery uh I don't care about the uh transit what do they mean? I, I I don't think they mean transaction is the battery replacement, but um oh here we go. Okay, for example, that replacing the battery of a Tesla Model Three cost one third of the total price of the car in 2022, as reported by Recurrent. Um, which that's less than I thought, but I guess the, I I was I had heard numbers for the more expensive one. 
Uh, yeah, the cost is about $15,800 for a battery replacement. That's insane. Um, that's compared to other brands like Nissan, Chevrolet, and Hyundai. Tesla's battery costs are significantly higher in comparison to the battery cost for a Hyundai. Lineage is set at about $2,850. Still a lot. <laughs> but again, that's, I mean, that's a, and it's an electric car. That's why it's... Um, EV battery technology is getting better, more efficient, and cheaper. Bloomberg reports that by 2030, the cost is expected to drop to 100 kilowatts an hour and possibly as low as 58 kilowatts an hour. However, new supply chain problems affecting lithium and other elements used in batteries could pause the downward price trend. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see myself getting a that's even for like the cheap one for getting of the Teslas of course 2850 is not as bad <laughs> for one of the other uh, brand cars there but uh, I, from what I understand too like Tesla you like you have to to get the battery place you have to take it to Tesla <clears throat> um, but I, I've heard of people finding ways around it to replace it themselves. And uh it's not like you can you can't rebuild these things and stuff, the batteries that is. <coughs> it's a ki- kind of an issue, kind of an issue. And they don't really self-drive themselves. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I would imagine at some point in time we'll find a way to get cars to self-drive themselves, but it seems that that is far away from now. That the self-driving that I've seen and that I've read about at least, it seems like they like Tesla's had to admit that, oh yeah, it doesn't quite work very well, that you should always keep your hands on the wheel. There was a, a snippet of a video where I saw that they were promoting a Tesla and a guy was driving. Well, he was, I guess, had an autopilot and had his hands off the wheel, I think. And then uh, the car almost hit somebody on a bicycle, and then he had to grab the wheel real fast. <laughs> and then he looked at the guy. I think I think we might have to cut that. <laughs> we might have to edit that out. Yeah, I I think I talked about this quite a bit before in the past with the self driving stuff. I'm all for that. Just you know, I don't I don't want to be the the dumbass. That's doing it right away. I don't want. I don't have that big of a death wish, or at least to die in a car, <laughs> or to possibly kill somebody else because I wasn't paying attention while I thought the vehicle had it under control. But I like the idea of not having to uh, drive and where I could just like you know take a nap in a car <laughs> if I wanted to. I don't see that being being a possibility until may, if I make it to a really old age. I don't know. I don't think it, the technology is going to be there for a few more decades yet. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, that's that's my take on on the whole matter. But uh, in positive news, I did just uh, go to the old movie theater and uh, watched uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I believe is the title. And uh, 
Yeah, Multiverse of Madness. I enjoyed it. I thought it was some good stuff. I don't know that I really want to spoil a whole lot. And uh, I was, I thought there'd be more cameos in there. That was one thing I was kind of, <laughs> I really thought there would be a few more cameos. There was one strong, one, one very important one from the X-Men universe that I had heard was going to make a cameo. But I was hoping for more than just that one. So for another particular one that I did not get, I'll say the one that did, we did not get. The spoil, I'll spoil that. I thought maybe we'd see Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Unless he was hidden somewhere in there. I didn't see no fucking Hugh Jackman. Did not see him. Uh, but hell, man, you did get, a, of course, the trailer, uh, the trailer for uh, Thor Love and Thunder at the beginning. And uh, I'm definitely going to go see that shit in the theater. Definitely going to go see that. As I did see my good friend John Marshall at the movie theater, which I haven't seen him in uh, in person in years. <laughs> I've tried to get him on this podcast before, but uh, I guess he's uh, busy a lot. I, I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> it was good to see the Marshall. And uh, <clears throat> we, we chatted up a little bit before the movie. And uh, he's got a f- fondness for uh, Mr. Bruce Campbell, who did make an appearance in there because he does appear in most Sam Raimi movies as Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is directed by the Sam Raimi, the man behind Evil Dead. And uh, Bruce Campbell, of course, is one Ash Williams. I believe it's Williams. Ashley J. Williams, whatever. Ash from uh, Evil Dead. And, uh, you know, Bruce Campbell's the man. He's in there as Papa Pizza. <laughs> uh, I, lo- I fucking love Bruce Campbell. Man, I-, I hope one day to like go to a con or something and meet uh, Bruce Campbell. Cause he just seems like a totally cool dude to fucking meet. And he was, uh, he played Elvis in uh, Bubba Hotep. Which is a classic B-rated movie, but it's it's a it's a cult classic, I'd say. It's fantastic. Whereas uh, they're like in an old folks' home, and uh, he's Elvis. That uh, I guess he had a twin brother, and that's who really died. And then the <laughs> the, the whole bit about uh, fucking uh, shit. Yeah, I I blanked out there. <laughs> I was trying to read the story about uh, Doctor Strange and talk at the same time, and I totally lost uh, concentration there on where I was going with that. <laughs> about Bruce Campbell. Um, anyway, <laughs> always good to see Bruce Campbell. He was really hyping it up on Twitter that they because they'd confirmed Bruce C- Campbell had uh, a cameo in uh, Doctor Strange. And uh, he's like, now you have a reason to go see the movie. Damn right. Damn right it is. Oh, I was talking to Bubba Hotep. There was another fella in the uh, nursing home with uh, Elvis that turned out it was JFK. But it was funny. It was a black guy (laughs) that was actually JFK. I forgot exactly how he was JFK. Thinking about this, you know what? I'm going to have to pull up. (laughs) Uh 
I am going to have to let's see here. Pull up Bubba Hotep. Just just wonder, like I almost I had a thought like, is this where QAnon started? The idea for QAnon was Bubba Hotep. Uh Bubba Hotep. Holy shit. I fucking love this thing. Classic fucking movie, man. Bubba Hotep. Uh Let's see here. Where's their synopsis? Well, that's not much. IMDb doesn't give you much of a <laughs> synopsis there. Uh, let's see. Wikipedia's got more involved here. There was a novella? It's based on? I had no idea. This started out as a novella. Somebody wrote a book on it beforehand. That's great. Um see, Bubba Hotep is a 2002 American comedy horror film uh, was, uh, written, co-produced, and directed by Don Coscarelli. Uh, it stars Bruce Campbell and Elvis as Elvis Presley. Now a resident in a nursing home, the film also stars Ozzie Davis as Jack, a black man who claims to be John F. Kennedy, explaining that he was patched up after the assassination, died black, and abandoned. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like the basis of QAnon right there. <laughs> Although, the, as far as I know, they've never said JFK's just a black guy now. <laughs> I don't think they really care for black people, most of them. So, uh, uh, oh shit, saying that, I'm going to have some death threats now from QAnon people. <clears throat> the You know, the two black members, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is based on the novella of the same name by Joe R. Lansdale, which originally appeared in the anthology The King is Dead, Tales of Elvis Postmortem. Originally, the film was road-showed by the director across the country. Only 32 prints were made and circulated around various film festivals. I wish I could have seen it then. Those These garnered critical success. By the time it was released on DVD, it had already achieved cult status due to positive reviews, lack of access, and inclusion of, and similar on-the-road hard work by Campbell. While the novella and film revolve around an ancient Egyptian mummy played by Bob Ivy terrorizing a retirement home, uh, Bubba Hotep also deals with the deeper theme of aging, growing old, and a culture that only values the young. film also features a cameo by Reggie Bannister from Coscarelli's Phantasm series. Now that's something I haven't watched in a long time. Fucking Phantasm. Uh, it says here, an elderly man at the Shady Rest retirement home in East Texas is known to the staff as Sebastian Half, but claims to be the real Elvis Presley. He <laughs> explains that during the 70s, he grew tired of the demands of his fame and switched places with an Elvis impersonator. Shit, I thought it was his brother. But he had an Elvis impersonator named Sebastian Half. He claims it was Half who died in 77 while he lived in quiet, happy anonymity and made a living pretending to be himself after a propane explosion destroyed documentation, which was the only proof that he was actually Elvis. He was unable to return to his old life. He also falls into a coma after injuring himself during a performance. 20 years later in the present, Elvis contemplates his age and dignity. His only friend is a man named Jack who insists he is President John F. Kennedy, claiming to have had his skin dyed black after an assassination attempt and abandoned by LBJ in a nursing home. 
Initially skeptical of Jack's story, Elvis does spot a mysterious scar on the back of Jack's head, but is ultimately unsure of its origin. So great. Then they run into the fucking mummy. Shit goes crazy. Bubba Ota, man. Fucking Bubba Ota. <laughs> I need to watch that again. I fucking... Uh, it's a it's a classic, man. It is a classic. Let's see where it's streaming. Let's see where. Let's see, I guess you can see it on Prime Video if you uh, have the Amazon Prime. You can watch the Bubba Hotep. For you, I would think nobody's got it for free. But if you're a subscriber to Prime Video, you can get it. Apple TV, you can pay four dollars for it. Um, you can watch it with ads, I guess, on Tubi. Redbox, Pluto, Hoopla. I'm not familiar with that one. You can rent it on Amazon, Apple, or Vudu for $4. I think I'd rent it on Vudu if I was going to rent it. Pay my $4. As, uh, it's a true classic. I thought uh, Doctor Strange, getting back to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of the Madness, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was an entertaining film. Uh... <coughs> But uh, oh, I'm reading some <laughs> Easter eggs in here and maybe thinking, I was wondering during the film, um, during the Doctor Strange, is like, is this really the main MCU universe or is this possibly a different universe? And there's an Easter egg in here talking about, because I have not actually seen all the Spider-Mans. I did not see Far From Home. I saw the most recent one, which is the Homecoming, or, uh, <coughs> which, let's see, in the 2019 film, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio claims that the MCU's universe is 616. The twist is that he isn't a multiverse traveler at all, so how in creation did he guess the number right? Oh, I guess that is the number. The number was right. I was just thought they were saying the numbers wrong. Okay, especially since not even anyone in Multiverse of Madness knew until Earth's 838's Christine Palmer revealed it. Hmm. <laughs> but I guess he, he had it in a dream, they're saying. So. Yeah, I need to watch that one. Unfortunately, you know, I wish all the Spider-Man movies were just on Disney+, Plus, man. Just put that shit on Disney+, Plus. get the rights, fuckers. Give it to me. And I can watch it there. <laughs> it's It was nice, though, going to see a movie in the theater again, even though I went by myself. Was, uh, that that usually feels weird. For some strange reason, when I've done it overseas, like I did it in Ireland, like, I guess I only did, did it the once overseas. But it didn't feel as weird. Of course, there was only like one or two other people in the theater when I went and saw a movie there by myself. Um, I went and saw the uh, Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers movie. I don't even remember where in Ireland, if that was in Galway or Dublin. I want to say it was Galway. Not for cer- certain on that, though. Um, but uh, <laughs> there was definitely some good stuff in Doctor Strange. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to really, like, spoil it. But there's some good shit. I really thought there'd be more cameos from more of the uh, Marvel shows, which really I was surprised with that 
more so with uh, Moon Knight. I thought there'd be some cameos from other stuff. I mean, there's some big cameos in Doctor Strange. Of course, there's... Um, <coughs> oh, well, here it says there was one secret Marvel cameo in Episode 1 of Moon Knight. But, of course, Wanda Maximoff is, of course, in Doctor Strange. I don't think that's any spoiler. She's in, I think, all the trailers. <laughs> um, And she's kind of, she's a baddie in this one. Uh, da, da, da. In here, though, it says, what did I miss in Moon Knight here? I don't. Uh, I'm not seeing. <laughs> Moon Knight Ally. Wait a minute. Oh, it's talking about from the comic books. Damn it. <laughs> They're talking about the living statue, which I figured he might be more of a character than it appears. There's the guy that's the uh, busker. That's painted gold. I guess they're saying he's somebody special. Um, Moon Knight head writer Jeremy Slater later confirmed that the living statue is in reference to Bertrand Crawley, with actor Sean Scott being credited for the role. <laughs> it says, okay, I lied a little. We got a Crawley. In the comics, Bertrand Crawley is a homeless man in New York who often works as an informant for Moon Knight. The character debuted in 76's... Uh, 1976's Marvel Spotlight Volume 1, Episode 28, and Issue 28. He was created by Doug Yank, Doug Monch and Don Perlin. Crawley first met, met Jake Lockley in New York before eventually gathering intel for Moon Knight. I'm talking about actual crossovers from other shows, though. That's not what I wanted, you bastards. As <laughs> I wanted, you know, maybe some Loki or, or something. Some vision, or I don't know, I don't know. I'm looking for. I can't wait for the first ever Wolverine appearance. And I was hoping maybe to get a glimpse in uh, the multiverse of madness, but I did not. I did not. I guess uh, I should just be happy that in like two weeks we get some Kenobi. Fucking Kenobi. <laughs> Need to work on that Darth Maul impression. Um, but uh, that is definitely exciting, man. I gotta stop. Wa- like I haven't watched the trailer a lot, but I mean it shows up. <laughs> when I watch a lot of videos on YouTube now, I'm like, oh come on, just just give me a taste. Just give me a taste. I think that was only like six or eight episodes, but there better not be any like twenty minute episodes. I'm gonna be real pissed about that. <laughs> Be like, what is this shit? Like, uh, the Book of Boba Fett had some shorter episodes in there. But man, they had the good ones they had though were fantastic. Well, the first one, Mando shows up, fantastic. And that I guess the last episode was pretty good too. Some good, good, good shit. Is man, I I need to really purchase some sunscreen. I'm like itching like a crack fiend right now, as I've got a little bit of. A little bit of sunburn going on from uh, running outside without a shirt. It's been a, it's been a little hot, a little sticky out, sticky and hot, and not in a good way. <laughs> it's been humid. It was all get out. It's all hell. It like hit like ninety five degrees a few days there. 
Today, I don't think I don't think it quite hit the nineties. It was up there, but not quite as bad. As uh, I do look forward to uh, Tuesday night doing a snow cone run. There's the uh, Washmo snow cone place on Jefferson Street here. I'm not looking forward to the run much, <laughs> but the snow cones. Uh, I love a good snow cone, and uh, they their uh, snow cone games has been on par. I haven't been there in I guess a couple of years now. I had the last time I was there, they were on Fifth Street, over by Pizza Hut. I haven't been since they moved locations. I'm interested to get some uh di- some different flavors to see what they got, man. I just got to hopefully remember to get some cash on me whenever I I do the run, so I can uh, pay for a. Pay for a snow cone, and I'm popping my peas and shit. What the hell? As uh, that's that's not good. Got to make sure I don't get that close to the damn mic when I'm talking. Ah, uh, still have yet to uh, get the Adam Jones signature Les Paul. Still not happening. I'm uh, just hope that it actually shows up in July, like they're saying, which. They said July 15th. It's uh, July 14th. Saturday the 14th as I'm recording this, the day after. Friday the 13th. It's also Trebejo's birthday, which it's it's hard to get a hold of Trebejo these days. I believe he works like every day. Like I, And uh, I messaged him happy birthday, but you know, I, I get nothing back. Was, uh, hopefully, hopefully he's doing good. I know that he had uh, bought a house um, I forgot where he said it was at. Uh, but uh, and the last I heard, he was just working a lot, working a lot. Trebejo hasn't been on a long time, long time. Of course, it hasn't been more than just me and shit for about a year. <laughs> I might have had a couple of times. I think I might have had Shelly on the phone here a couple of times being in the penthouse, but come to think about it, shit, I think it's been solo pretty much every fucking time in, in the penthouse. That is, is some, that is crazy for me to think because when I first started doing this podcast, it was, uh, I was nervous doing it. And, uh, I mean, Shelly was too. I, like, it was like, there was a, a nervous excitement to it. And, uh, I could not envision myself talking for an hour by myself. <laughs> that was was a a no go. That was definitely not going to happen. Um, didn't think I was going to end up ever doing that at some point. <laughs> of course, I didn't realize that a pandemic was going to come through. There'd be a major war in Europe, and uh, and you know, I didn't envision. Apparently, I'm not good at telling the future. I think that's what I'm getting at. So, uh, you know, when I say, you know, electric cars and shit, <laughs> shit don't look so hot, then maybe, maybe I'm wrong. There's a good chance in that. And, uh, I haven't been very good at telling the Powerball numbers in advance. I haven't figured that one out yet either. So, uh, Nostra- Nostradamus, I am not. Of course, if you ask me, Nostradamus was not either. The guy was very vague. And then maybe that's my problem. Just keep all of my prophecies to a vague vague <laughs> vague uh just keep them as vague as possible you know there's uh no reason to go in depth like 
Here we go. Here's a prophecy. Here's a people will suffer in the future. There will be conflict in the Middle East. There will be lockdowns in China. And let's see here. Let's <laughs> um, the rich will continue to get richer. This is that's th- these are my uh, predictions here, and I'm predicting an American team will win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. An American football team will win the Super Bowl. And you know what? I'll I'll even jump in on that when I expand that. The NHL, even though there are actually teams that are not American in the NHL, I mean they are all in North America. <laughs> you know, there's a few Canadian teams. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say it will be an American team to win the fucking Stanley Cup this year. Goddamn right. Maybe uh, that one, there's that percent, that small chance he'll be wrong. Oh, the Blues look so good. So good. So good. They've got that, uh, I may have mentioned this last week, but I've got the Blues app. Ever since I went to the Blues game this uh, on St. Pat's, um, I downloaded the Blues app. Um, it's it's a solid app. It's got uh, news. <laughs> um, you can win, enter to win tickets like all the time and shit. Um, shit. No shit's going on. I wanted to enter to win tickets. <laughs> uh, I don't want to buy them. <laughs> there's a uh, oh, there's a great Barube. Baru- <laughs> coach talking about when they they won this last round he's just dropping the f- just the fuck 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 i'm gonna have to play it hold on let's go ahead and get the uh the old phone plugged in here <laughs> this is i gotta get me some audio on this because i got it queued up in the old blues app now this is gonna sound let's see here and god damn it for some reason, for some reason, it's not working. <laughs> Damn you. Do I not have that plugged in right? I think I do. Yeah, I clearly didn't plan this one through r- real well. As a uh, son of a bitch. God damn it. For some reason, it's not playing through my f- the soundboard right now. Oh, I see what my mistake was. <laughs> well, there we go. Hey, uh, hey special there. teams are fucking lights out tonight. That was a difference in the game. Great job, Pelican. Oh, the power play They're... coming through with a couple goals. Uh, we talked early on in this series about going deep, and it went deep, and you guys stayed with the going game deep, plan. Man. Great job by you guys. O'Reilly came in, one down. That's what he said right away. That's one down. 
Okay, we got a lot of work to do. Enjoy it tonight, day off tomorrow. Bose, you got a lot of work at home, I know, kids and vacuuming. So take the day to rest up, and then we'll text and let you guys know what's going on. Hell of a fucking job. Hell of a fucking job. <laughs> Damn it. They, one, one downside of the Blues app, apparently they edit their shit. They edit out the... Fuck. They edit out fuck. Um... <laughs> He dropped the F bomb several times in there. If you couldn't, if you couldn't quite catch that, there's a the man. But they have all kinds of cool shit on here. I mean, you can constantly enter in dinner tickets. You can do predictions for the game. Like they'll like uh, as the game goes along, like you'll get an alert. Um, I don't know, like an hour or so before the game starts, then you can start making predictions. And. Uh, <coughs> There's a, like, ooh, there's, I guess I already did this one, but you can enter to win playoff tickets. Uh, I guess I haven't won any yet, <laughs> but uh, there's definitely, uh, as you make the predictions for the games, though, I, get, I think they, they might do more than one winner, but the way it works is, I guess, kind of like fantasy football sort of situation where you... Uh, you make your predictions on sort of things. You don't have like players particularly. You can't like say like, if you know, pick certain players or a defense or anything like that, but you can predict they'll give different questions for each game. And, uh, before the game, they give you a set of questions to answer and stuff for you to predict. And then like each period, they'll give you more questions. And at the end of the game, whoever gets the most things right by the uh by the end there that's who wins the tickets and uh i i haven't uh <laughs> i haven't won that yet either i like i i haven't paid that much attention to hockey to really guesstimate you know how many shots a game people are going to get and uh i probably wouldn't be that good at guessing that anyway but I feel like if I watched hockey every day and <laughs> more feel for the teams, you know, if I knew the lineups, like who's in, who's not, could I, you know, <laughs> obviously uh, it's going to be just random if I win. <laughs> I The highest I've gotten, because a lot of people do this, highest I got was like, uh, I don't know, 600 something maybe. And they don't have 600-something people that win. What you get for the predictions during the playoff games is, like, you can win uh, two tickets to a uh, a home game during the next regular season. Um, but, oh, man, you can create commemorative tickets. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, they've got, you know, the, the news stuff on here they got stats of course all the stuff that you can also just look up on I've got the ESPN app but this is just more convenient because it's all blues <laughs> and uh, of course you can get directions there's parking where to stay there's uh, of course it tells you you can order food um, in the uh, stadium when you're there you have to go pick it up. I I had thought initially when I got the app, I thought maybe you could actually <coughs> order food and have it sent to you, but no, you have to 
when you order it, you still have to go and pick it up. So I don't know that it really helps you that much. I mean, if if you know there's going to be a big line at the place you're going to get that food, it might save you a minute or two. <laughs> but, I mean, it is kind of nice to be able to order the food from the app and just get a feel for which place has got what. But not every restaurant in the stadium, or arena rather, is on the app. They only have like three or four of them. I don't think I can look at the the food on there while the game's not going on, unfortunately. But hell, let's go Blues, man. Let's get that cup. Let's be that American team that wins that cup for me. <laughs> that makes my prediction right. I feel pretty solid about the NFL thing because I don't think any <laughs> – I highly doubt – there's going to be a Canadian or a Mexican or maybe British f- football team in the NFL anytime soon or any other country for that matter. Unless like the United States splits up and then one of them's just Texas and then the rest of the United States or whatever it brings turns out to. Red state, blue state, we're a part of blue America. <laughs> that that might, you know, but it would still be an American team. Then again, I just I should specify when I said American that I mean the United States of America. American. American. Damn it. The United States of America. <laughs> Pot USA. You know, President of the United States of America. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, but yeah, the uh, Canadian and Mexican would also be American, as well as I guess any South American team, too, is technically American. As they just. They're southerners, like real far south. As I guess Central America is same thing there. Should you know? It's weird that we all consider, as in the U.S., we all consider ourselves Americans. But then, like Canadians are Canadians, eh? Mexicans are Mexicans. They're in North America, both of them, as well as us. I I don't think any of them consider themselves American, though. I don't know. I I haven't really asked these questions to Mexicans or Canadians. I've met plenty of them. Never really like, do you consider... <laughs> I mean, if they live here, I'm sure they probably do consider themselves American. To an extent. Um, <laughs> but... I am quite curious. I don't think Canadians go around saying they're American. Like, that, uh, the ones that live in Canada. And Mexicans, the same. That, you know, Viva Mexico, you know? But I don't know. I, that's not something I <laughs> I really do a whole lot of thinking about. Uh, going back to that whole guitar thing, though. I I have been uh, thinking about just because do stuff to kind of keep my head still kind of thinking about guitars and such. I thought about making a special guitar strap for the uh, Adam Jones Les Paul that I'll be getting. Um and they, uh, I found that Etsy, eBay does as well. But if you go on Etsy, there's a fair amount of uh, tool uh, patches that you can iron or sew on to uh, whatever it is you would like to do that to. And uh, 
there's there's some tool shit on here, man. It's pretty cool. Like I'm looking at an eBay one here, right here, and it's uh, that one's not as special. It's a black and white of the eye, like the flaming eye, which there's a lot of those. And the patches are fairly reasonable. I mean, like five to ten dollars for a lot of these. And like there's, <coughs> I mean, there is some. There's an okay amount of tool, I guess. But there's quite a few. There's a lot when it comes to uh, Star Wars, which, you know, uh, Adam Jones is known as Chewbacca. So I figured <laughs> I'd throw some fucking Chewbacca or just Star Wars in general, like patches on this thing. And there's a pretty damn sweet, if you go to Etsy, which eBay might have it as well. I'm on eBay right now. But there's a pretty sweet Chewbacca shirt on Etsy. Which Oh, man, there's some cool Chewbacca shirts on eBay, too. Almost, like, cooler. Um, Holy fuck, this one's really sweet. It's Chewbacca, and it's got this, like, classic font to it. It, it looks like something straight out of the 70s. It's a, uh, I mean, it's a silkscreen shirt, very classic vibe to it. It looks like a concert poster. It's Chewbacca. It's got his head. This is one night only. <laughs> Back to Kashyyyk, live from the Western Forest. <laughs> oh man, oh, I might have to get this one. See, I was thinking about this one on Etsy. Do I have to bid on this, or is it just? Can I just buy it now? I guess I can buy it now for ten seventy five. Um, oh, that is a badass shirt. That is a badass shirt. I'm digging it. I don't know what shipping would be, but man, I love this fucking shirt. I don't know what other ones they got here, but <laughs> that's so nice. The one on uh, Etsy, which they got, man, I think they have way more options on eBay actually. Chewbacca shirts. But the one on Etsy, I'm not seeing so far on here where it's like a headshot and he's wearing the shades, which looks just like Adam Jones when he's got the shades on. Fuck, I might have to buy <laughs> this, this one off eBay and maybe the one off fucking... Oh, man. Oh, these are these are fucking great, dude. These are some great shirts, man. You want to find some great Chewbacca shirts? Check out the old eBay. I saw a really sweet Chewy hat as well. It's like a trucker hat on Etsy. It's pretty fantastic. I also thought about there is a guy on YouTube that had made like a cosplay uh, Chewbacca bandolier. Um, and you can actually... He's got it... For sale on uh, on Etsy, and it's like two, but it's like two hundred something dollars. But he shows a video on YouTube on how he made it. But it's it's a lot of work, and he's using real leather. It's <laughs> seems like a real. I thought that would be cool to make that into a guitar strap, but again, it's a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work, and uh, just for. You know, a guitar strap, which at the end of the day, if I had the guitar already, I wouldn't be thinking about doing this weird, crazy shit. 
I would just, you know, play the guitar. I don't really stand up playing the guitar much either, so it's kind of silly for me to be getting this crazy about pre-owned. This is pre-owned shirts. Get out of here, fuckers. Pre-owned. <laughs> a worn-in shirt. This isn't a guitar. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know that it's really that great to like go nuts about a guitar strap. Or at least to build one like that. Buy, I'd like to get like a nice, like a unique guitar strap for my different guitars. Nothing like too crazy unique, just different from my other guitars. Like I do have on my uh, my Epiphone Dove Pro, the acoustic there. I got the uh, worn Irish flag guitar strap there. That's pretty nice. On the uh, Tomorello Strat, I've got a... Uh, it's a travel theme guitar strap. It's pretty nice. It's it's got like compass and all kinds of shit on there. As uh you know when I got it, I was still dreaming of travel on that. As uh it seems like that's far far away from here now with the uh, lack of funds. <laughs> um but damn. Oh, I'm going to have I'm going to have to get a chewy shirt though before I get this damn Les Paul. As I'll have to have <laughs> I'll have to represent when I uh I'm playing this Adam Jones shit, you know? I gotta have the Chewbacca shirt. As I still intend to do a deep deep boxing an unboxing video. See it I work in a factory, you know, during the day and uh, we deep box have to deep box shit. And I <laughs> I don't and that's kinda, you know, like that's that's not a fun thing. Unboxing is, you know that sounds so much more exciting. Unboxing as uh that's what generally people call it when they're they're uh, making YouTube videos. Uh, but damn, yeah, there's some awesome uh, Star Wars shirts, but on uh, eBay here. But damn, the ones that are saying pre-owned, I'm not crazy about that. I don't want. I don't know what I'm getting when it says it's pre-owned. There could be some holes in that fucking. In that shit, I don't want that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, but, uh, fuck yeah, man. I, uh, I might have to buy a couple of Chewbacca shirts. This just might have to be a thing. As, uh, the one night only. Back to Kashyyyk. Live from the Western Forest. Looks good. <laughs> oh, man. It's because, you know, I might have to get good enough to play some guitar covers some tool songs on like Instagram or YouTube and you know having I, I might have to have like a new Chewbacca shirt for each one you know so maybe I'll do two different videos <laughs> <laughs> oh man I love this shirt this ah oh, this is fantastic but I do need to probably get that one off of Etsy that uh, it shows of course Chewy with the sunglasses which looks just like Fucking Adam Jones with the aviators, man. Rocking the aviators. Chewy, the hair. I mean, it looks like fucking Adam Jones. And now I've got Mr. Jones by uh, Counting Crows stuck in my head again. As, uh, uh, so good. So good. Uh, but I guess that's about all I've got. As uh, I need to clean Agent Mulder's shit out of the litter box yet again. 
Go scoop around. Maybe I'll find some gold. I doubt it. Maybe you pissed on something and it turned yellow. That's goldish. As uh <laughs> All right, then. Well, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.